4: 18 plus. Every single week is help keep our planet Planet blue. Blue. Don't get green if we don't get blue first.
5: (laughs) KCAA Loma Linda 1050 AM, 106.5 FM and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio. I'm Brian Shook. President Biden is very upbeat after the new mask guidance from the CDC was announced, calling it a great day. He thanked those who made this historical logistical achievement possible.
3: The scientists and researchers, the drug companies, the National Guard, the U.S. military, FEMA, doctors, nurses, pharmacists.
5: The CDC says fully vaccinated people no longer need to wear masks or physically distance in most circumstances indoors or outdoors. Speaking in the Rose Garden, Biden credited the nationwide vaccination program. The Pentagon says it moved dozens of military personnel out of Israel amid violence in the region. Defense spokesman John Kirby explained 120 department staffers were taken to Germany earlier Thursday out of an abundance of caution. He noted the Americans were in Israel to plan a military exercise and accelerated their departure by a couple days israelis and palestinians have been trading blows for several days bloomberg is reporting colonial pipeline quietly paid russian hackers five million dollars Sarah Bartlett has the story.
2: The fuel company said it had no intention of giving in to extortion. However, the news agency said they paid up within hours of their system being held for ransom using untraceable cryptocurrency. The report says hackers provided Colonial with a decrypting tool to restore its computer network after they made the payment. The FBI has said a group that calls itself DarkSide was behind the hack that shut down the massive East Coast pipeline. The leader of the
5: second biggest teachers union in the U.S. wants all kids back in the classroom this fall. American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weingarten says conditions have changed, adding schools should open fully and safely five days a week. She argued the U.S. won't be fully back until we're fully back in school. You're listening to the
6: latest from NBC News Radio. Make a stop at the KC Country Junction. Go to
7: this place they call Country
6: Junction. Country legends, all-time classics, and recent favorites all meet at kccountryjunction.com. Make your day a little bit country at kccountryjunction.com and overnight starting at 1 a.m. on KCAA 1023FM, 1065FM, and 1050AM. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and kccountryjunction.com.
3: The staff and families at Yard House of Temecula takes this time out to recognize and salute the local men and women in uniform standing tall for our political and economic freedom around the world. Let's always remember them in our thoughts and prayers. Their efforts abroad and our support has kept America strong. This message, courtesy of your good friends at Yard House of Temecula at 40770 Winchester Road in Temecula. They are always working to keep our community moving in a positive direction.
8: Open for takeout and delivery, El Tapioca Mexican Food Restaurant in the Tri-City Center of Redlands is back. Their entire family is on hand to serve up their delicious burritos, machaca, chorizo, huevos rancheros, steak and eggs, just part of their mouth-watering great food. Since 1531, people have marveled at the miracle of El Tapiac, and now you can marvel at the great food. The Lugo family has been serving up for over two decades, nestled quietly in the corner of the Tri-City Center Shopping Mall next to Burlington Coat Factory. Support them. They can't wait to serve you some of their delectable, authentic, south-of-the-border Mexican fare at great prices, served up with love. Support the area's best-loved Mexican food restaurant in these tough times. Order up a tasty meal on the phone for delivery or takeout for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 909-307-0017. That's 909-307. 307-0017 307-0017 or Google El Tapioque Redlands and treat yourself.
3: Each year, millions of women are diagnosed with breast cancer. If you're over the age of 30, schedule a checkup. Remember, early detection can lead to early treatment. Today's health reminder is courtesy of Dina Allen at Farmer's Insurance. For, for all phases of your insurance needs, call 909-283-7771. Again, 909-283-7771. Please ask for Dina. See why more people choose Dina Allen at Farmer's Insurance above the rest. That's Dina Allen at Farmer's Insurance, proud supporters in the battle against breast cancer this Mother's Day.
1: Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted, 24-7 protection, peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security to keep your family and property safe call 1-800-202-7711 representatives are standing by to assist you that's 1-800-202-7711 (laughs) 1-800-202-7711
6: Make a stop at the KC Country Junction. Go to this
7: place they call Country Junction.
6: Country legends, all-time classics, and recent favorites all meet at kccountryjunction.com. Make your day a little bit country at kccountryjunction.com and overnight starting at 1 a.m. on KCAA 1023FM, 1065FM, and 1050AM. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and kccountryjunction.com.
9: It's Yenitza Munoz, and this is Green Talk by Green Care Solutions on KCAA, NBC Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Roku TV, and we're basically on all podcast platforms. Today, I'm really excited to have WWE wrestler and today news correspondent Tyrus on the show. You guys can already see him on the screen. Thank you for coming on.
4: Yes. Thanks for having me.
9: Thank you. And before we start, we're going to go over some quick details.
10: I am Chantel Jackson, and here at Green Talk, it's a pop culture and educational CBD show. We are not doctors, but Green Care Solutions has doctors for you. Call GCS for any of your green care solution needs at 951 609 4071 we are a 13-time award-winning company featured in Forbes, Yahoo Finance, and more. Go to greencaresolutions.com or greentalknews.com for more information.
9: Yes. So now let's get in on the show. So, Tyrus, you've had such an amazing career. You're an American actor. You're a political commentator on TV and a professional wrestler. But let's briefly talk about your uh, career as a wrestler. So how did you get into wrestling? Because, I mean, you've already been involved in WD wwe and the dsw but like how did it all start were you always an athlete or just getting into acting as well um
4: everything in my life was kind of happened on accident if you ever hear the expression you trip and fall and stuff that is me um i was uh i played football and basketball uh in um high school and then uh went to college for football did track and, and football i did um and then I did. The, I chased a little pro ball for a while, Then that thing. Uh, I had a degree in teaching, which um, a lot of guys who were trying to get that shot coming out of a small school, you end up doing a lot of substitute teaching. But I lived in California, and I don't have to tell you, uh, if you live in California, a teaching job does not pay the bills. Mm, not even a little true. bit. Mm-hmm. So I started bouncing clubs at night. So I was bouncing clubs, I was part of a crew, and... Um, Pretty soon, teacher by day, monster in the in the clubs at night. And I had earned a pretty good reputation, for, and one of my nicknames was the Sandman because I used to put guys to sleep and carry them out the just very quickly just destroy whatever their situation, their fight was, end it quickly so everyone else could continue with their party. And so one night, um, WrestleMania was in town, and I used to uh, was was running a security for um, Saddle Ranch chop house in universal the um the vip treatment put him on a stage with a table and he had a couple he had like the chris masters and carlito a couple of the young guys who were having their first big uh wrestlemania break so uh, i was taking care of them, drinks on me all that cool stuff well as i was on the stage with him i noticed in the middle of the dance floor which was ha, uh that were These two guys, and apparently they had too much to drink, and they decided that they were going to dance with whoever they wanted to. Mm. So what they would do is they would, like, pull on the back of their pants or pinch them or grab them. So I'm like, hey, fellas, and I kind of leaned down so they could hear me. I'm like, look, in a good mood tonight, stop doing what you're doing, and I'll let you go. Like Just go to the other side of the bar. No harm, no foul. And as I was talking to one of them, the other one hit me punched me in the chest and I, well it wasn't chest more like it was in the belly but i was looked at i like did you just hit me right and when i said it to him the other one made his move and hit me these were not great punches this is not a phenomenal fight story this is
10: clearly like, they were just... lit.
4: so i did the only thing i knew to do was since it was two of them i had to make them into one so i could take care of these so i clunked the little heads together and um they took a seat on the ground. I grabbed him by the back of their belts and picked him up and carried him out like suitcase through the crowd and put them out. Right. So everyone was, you know, the crowd was like, nah, woo, woo, whatever. And I came back and Tommy dreamer was just standing on the stage with his mouth open going, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And I was like, what? I throw people all the time. He's like, yeah, but you crack jokes and you're funny about like, it's very entertaining the way you throw people. You should do that on TV. I'm like, yeah, all right, bro, whatever. He's like, no, seriously, I'm gonna, later I can get a call from him saying, hey, uh, I showed your picture to this, and I think you have a look, and we'd like to bring you down to McDonough, Jordan, for a tryout. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, for real, for real. Like, you're not playing with me. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, and at this time, I just started working for Snoop on the night shift, and my club stuff, I had like three or four clubs going. So I had like, my hustle skills were were loaded in LA and I was finally like to a point where I was stacking chips, you know, teaching during the day and clubbing and working in clubs at night and bodyguarding on the side. So I had pretty good enterprise going on, but the idea of uh, getting a chance to wrestle the, the kid in me was like, we got to do this, bro. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I went down to McDonough, Georgia and tried out. That's where I met, uh, John Laurinaitis and Bill DeMont, which you guys call deep South, which was like the minor leagues for the WWE. Basically, um, the WWE, will give you what is it called like training contract and train you if they think you're worth it. But, um, and uh, I go from periods of being really jacked to being really chubby. I go up, my weight goes up and down all the time, right? Emotional eater, whatever you want to call it. So at that time I was like a biscuit away from 400 pounds going oh, through this workout. And while I thought I was doing amazing, they're looking at somebody running underwater in slow motion, but I never quit. I never, I couldn't get, no matter what the drill was, I wouldn't quit. And, uh, they had this one drill. It's really tough where you just keep running the ropes for two minutes. And while you're running the ropes, it blow a whistle and you got to drop, hit the ground, get up, keep running. And they thought for sure that that was going to make me quit. And I didn't. So after that, uh, John Laronitis came over to me and said, listen, you lose 50 pounds, I'll give you a good deal. So I lost a hundred and they ended up signing me and I went to deep South. And that's where my my career started. Destiny took me in a different direction.
9: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, Destiny definitely did. I mean, he, like you said, he's by accident. He was a, a preschool teacher in a sense, yeah. And now you were working um, at the bars and the clubs as a side hustle because California, it is what it is, it is. Very expensive to live here, and then you just kind of, you know, being in the the industry of this, there's always celebrities, producers, or somebody, somebody uh, around, somebody around, and yeah. you stood out. And now look at you. I mean, your career is taking you to so many different avenues, and so it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, as a wrestler, I'm sure you. We've had so many injuries um, I I know it's like acting but then I know it's not some acting but it's being simulated, a, combat.
10: simulated yes
4: <laughs> even simulated combat even it with hurts. it
10: being mm-hmm. simulated combat like how often does it not go as planned what would you say has been your worst injury to come back from being a wrestler
4: oh uh, the source character was on fire. Um, and I was getting ready for a big feud with Big Show. Uh, all the safe, fun stuff's already been done, so this is going to hurt. So they decided, since you've seen in wrestling, guys get hit with chairs all the time, right? Guys get hit with a chair. Nothing, you can't come back. The chair hits you in the back, your body resets for at least four seconds. So they decided, hey, what if, since they're both big guys, what if Big Show hit him with the table? Mm. The announce table. The... Mm-hmm completely thick wood announce table. Um and so we and I'm like, sure, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's great. So uh Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon came down and he's like, let's test it. So Big Show took the took the table and he hit me with it and then he hit me in the small of the back no oh, no no! hit me in the up where you're supposed to there's a safe spot just below your traps and your shoulders that's the safe spot when you get hit with a chair or you take a bump you always want to land there you always want to land flat but as like i said that natural doesn't hurt i mean it hurts but it doesn't hurt it doesn't kill you your lower back is where you don't want to be hit with a chair because mm. so many things can go wrong there side neck, nerve all that kind of stuff um so in rehearsal boom he hit me in the back with it Get me in a safe spot it stung but i was like oh and then i wanted to be cute about it and said thank you sir may I have another everyone laughed because <laughs> i gotta make jokes and he's like yeah you know what yeah I hit him two or three times and i'm like
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky in line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do
0: I have to say?
1: Yes, you do. In the
0: car
2: before my kid's PTA meeting?
0: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Sometimes you just gotta know when to shut up, Tyrus. Right. But, you know, I'm... I'm so clever. Um so Monday night raw, here we go, doing the thing and then you got all this adrenaline and he grabs the table and he hits me in the small of the back to the so hard and it was not I got to say this a million times. Uh big show Paul White is literally the most nicest person you're ever going to know and would never knowingly hurt anyone in the ring. He is mm-hmm. professional. Um one of the greatest if not the greatest big man of all time um but he caught me in the small of the back and it, the first one it was just a shot through my system the second one my fingers went like that and i yelled out is this this is pg and oh I yeah we can't bomb on live tv <laughs> yeah yeah okay i dropped the f bomb on live tv um about three times mm. like you motherfucker. oh you know I was and the third one came whack I was like oh you and did it again because that's all when I stubbed my toe that's what comes out you know and that's this was like that times a thousand so and they got to take me out on a gurney because that was you know how it worked out like you take the, the baby face away which is a good guy and then I come back with a glorious return and blah 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 um but it hurt and it, their hurt didn't stop, but I'm not going to say anything. And when I got through the curtain, typically when you cuss on raw, you get fined 500 bucks of cuss word. So you don't want to do that. And he's like, why did you say that? And I said, that's all I could think of. And he laughed. I made him laugh, which again, I could never say this humor, but sometimes it, it betrays me. But in that instance, it saved me about $2,000 in fines, which is great. But the next morning I couldn't get out of bed. And I was in a hotel room and had SmackDown to do the next day. And again, I would not let anybody know you're hurt because here's the thing about wrestling is no different than the NFL, the NBA. It's next man up, and if you can't go, someone can go, and they are just as qualified and capable to take your spot. And you won't, you can't. And sometimes you won't get it back,
7: right? You know. So
4: I was worried about that because I had just gotten up to to TV, and I hadn't quite got to the point where I was an establishment yet. So I was just going to. Play through it, but it was brutal in the airports and stuff. I walked hunched over, like I was hunched over. My sciatic nerve had just basically exploded, so I was a miserable person. Like there was no more smiling. I was in pain all the time. I was just really miserable, Mm -hmm. and um, I was fortunate to to have a great trainer, but. Mm
9: Yeah. But, no, um, that's what's crazy about like, well, especially in your industry, too, because you have to you get paid to beat some beat each other up. Right. So it, it's just I'm sure back then it was so normal to do like pain medications. But now I know that a lot more people are researching the side effects, of pain medications. But do you ever just use CBD and hemp? Because I'm going to be mailing you some of okay. our green care solutions, CBDs and oh, hems.
4: Well, that's a great question, because I. Um, one of the things that I just because of the the way I grew up and what I saw what drugs did to the people around me in my community, I would not take painkillers. Because I was under the understanding that if my body's telling me it's hurt and I take a painkiller, then I'm just grinding basically it's like driving a car without tires. I'm just going to do more damage, so I really would not take painkillers. I just It was something that it's one of those things where you get on a road and you're an addict before you even realize it. So I just wouldn't do it. The one thing and the WWE's uh, drug testing was so stringent that you couldn't take anything without a prescription. And just didn't want, I just, there was too many of the generation before us that were literally without proper education and doing what they could to hold their spot. They would take pain colors to get through it. And then they would have to take something to get them up and then down and then you you know we had a lot of early deaths because guys were just trying to do their job um which led to addictions and horrible you know just horrible stories so that to me i wouldn't do it so i was really miserable um and cbd oil at that time was still not as accepted as it is now but then some of my friends uh he later was started put some oil on try the rub try the stuff try this and it really made a huge difference and um, and then one day I had this crazy dream. I don't know if it's, it was, I was hunched over one day and one morning I woke up and it was gone. Like literally just, I went into uh, the gym that morning so we trained every morning when I wasn't on the road and I hit my hat on the door, which I hadn't hit my hat on the door in forever. So usually I was so hunched over that I would come in about six, one, and then it takes me like 20 minutes to stretch and be able to stand up to my height. But like literally Overnight. And I was the, was the combination of the, the CBD oil I was rubbing on my body at night or if it was the rolling around the combination of the two or possibly an alien. But <laughs> again, it's, it's, I had a really weird dream that night that I was abducted by aliens It's crazy. And um, no, for real. The like, Aliens real, gave you uh, CBD like, and hemp oils. <laughs> no. So here's the, here's since we're going there. I, I've, only, I've never told the story on an interview before, but real quick. So <laughs> I had this crazy dream that they were trying to get me in the ship, but I didn't fit, which could be true because it was a big dude, but they got me on the table and they try to put this like film over you to like hold you down. But I was too strong and too big. And they're like, calm down, relax. And one of them, like they don't talk There's these little skinny gray things with big black eyes and like, they like put his hand on me. I'm freaking out. Like, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not like peeing myself afraid, but I'm afraid, but like fighting afraid at the same time. And he was literally little like, just, sent some message like, relax, we're going to fix you. And, like, I woke up covered in sweat, and I was like, huh? what the, I don't, didn't, no. I'm going to tell, I'm a college grad, I'm an intelligent guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't believe in that stuff. I don't, you know, you think of all the stereotypes that go with alien abductions. I'm not in North Carolina, in a trailer home in the middle of nowhere. So, obviously, this is just a dream. So, I went to the thing, when I walked in, he was like, man, your posture looks great. I'm like, okay, bruh. Either I was abducted by aliens last night, or I had a crazy dream. So I told my trainer it was a fact guy, He's like, "Well, you, I probably wouldn't tell that story to anybody else." And I was like, "I'm not going to. I'm not crazy." But right. Well, thanks uh, for, for this, sharing, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll say it was the the hemp and the roll in the months of rolling around. Maybe and, a lot of CBD gummies, right.
9: even though it doesn't make you hallucinate, but maybe put you in a deep sleep.
4: <laughs> yeah, but the the thing about it was I continued to um educate myself on the value of using uh marijuana in medicinal ways and the the cbd products have come so far from and this was back in like 2014 to where it is today to where literally i i can attribute the fact because i'm a power lifter and i wasn't able to lift heavy at all like it was one of the things emotionally and psychologically it affected me because i was a guy was in the two-ton club, which means I could lift the uh, combined with combined weights. I could lift over a two-ton and uh, I couldn't do that anymore. And now I'm literally stronger than I was when I was younger now, which is crazy to me. But a lot of it has to do with, um, diet. And, um, this, especially on my joints, the bomb on my joints and stuff. I usually, if I got a big power, if I got a big deadlift day, I'm, I mean, I'm glossy when I'm coming in. It's not baby oil. It's, <laughs> It's uh, it's the it's the bomb
9: like the stuff's phenomenal. Nice. It's
4: helping a lot of people.
9: Yeah. And, you know, it's so interesting how now medicinal cannabis like CBD and hemp is so common now and it's acceptable. But in the past, there wasn't a lot of information about it. People were worried. They thought maybe it was like a psychedelic, which it isn't. Um, And back to what you're saying, you know, in the past, unfortunately, a lot of these athletes who are wrestlers would over medicate. And if they did try to use uh, cannabis medicinally, it kind of would affect their career because they would test dirty on a test and then there could go their career. But now it's changed so much. I mean, they get tested once a year, but if cannabis shows on their on their uh, medical test for, you know, if they are taking steroids or X, Y and Z, would that affect them anymore or is that changed?
4: Well, our testing in the WWE and I'm sure it's worse now from when I don't say worse, but stringent, we thought of, we had to pee a lot of cuffs. So it'd be, you know, and they catch you. And if you just went, you know, you can't go anywhere. And since so you sit in the office, drinking water for an hour, um, which is terrible, but they, you were random tested and it was probably, I would say four to five times a year, at least. I mean, every three months it was just random. Um, you got tested a lot. They, they, They went far and above, and those people could make arguments. There's no difference between wrestling and and Hollywood, which doesn't drug test at all, but um, because we're considered sports entertainment, uh, we follow the same guidelines as um, the NFL, the NBA, and we're more uh, strict, so to speak. So when it came to testing, if you tested, uh, if you had a dirty test for, like, steroids um, or, like, a narcotic you would be suspended 30 days done without pay. Uh, Originally marijuana was, it wasn't the suspension, but basically was, you had to go to rehab. Oh wow. Like they treated marijuana the same as if you were been taking cocaine or something like that. So it's changed to where now it's a fine because it's, I think it's really unfair for athletes that if it's legal in California and you live in California, but you play for the Green Bay Packers or you wrestle in Florida, um, you can be fined and suspended, but then you could go home and walk into a shop and, and buy some edibles and, and right. some granddaddy Kush or whatever you wanted. Not that that's my favorite, but I'm just putting that out there. Um, but the, but the point is, is like, it, the science is there. It's always been there, but it just, I think the reason why, and, and this is just the conspiracy theorist to me is because one, you can literally grow it in your home if you needed to, Um the the oils are not addicting so it's not like it's going to be something where like if you get on a painkiller you keep going back and you keep buying it and buying it and prescription and prescription and you know and then companies sell to doctors and they got to go buy this pill they push that pill you know the way the pharmacies work and the doctors work whereas cbd oils and things that come from hemp and things like that are from relatively inexpensive and you don't necessarily have to go through hoops and ladders and insurance companies to get what you need. And so I think that's one of the reasons why you don't see as much uh, positive publicity. You don't see a lot of negative publicity about it either. It's just kind of like they kind of act like it's not there.
9: Yeah, exactly. Because it's mm-hmm. such
4: a great alternative, but it's safe. It's cost effective for the patients. It's You're not going to break the bank investing in CBD oils and stuff for yourself. But the long term results is you get back to the better you faster because you're not being slowed down with the side effects of taking so many different pills. You know, you take one pill for the pain and you got to take another pill for the high blood pressure that's caused by the pain. And then you got to take another pill because then eventually um, you're not getting you're not getting enough uh circulation in your heart because all the pills are on like it never ends it just seems like you'll see somebody and they'll literally open their their medicine cabinet and you'll see 25 medicines they're on all to counteract each other mm-hmm. where you open my medicine cabinet you'll see some toothpaste some oils and maybe some aspirin but that's about it and i get and i'm physical i'm a physical dude like i lift heavy uh i train hard uh i'm I'm still, you know, I got some more wrestling left in me and I'm, I train for that. So if there was a reason, I'm getting older. I mean, I hate to admit it to myself, but, uh, hey, Tony Hawk still skates,
9: sna- uh, skateboards. Yeah. I feel like wrestlers could keep going. Who's the oldest wrestler? I feel like, um, gosh, well, The Rock is now a just 100% actor, but he could probably still do some throwdowns. But I feel like now it's being more like okay for wrestlers to be older. In a sense like in was, the ring
10: was rick flair i the wrestling? oldest
4: wrestler is probably Ric flair rick
9: flair yeah but
4: he's he's peter pan though. <laughs> like he doesn't right he, he's gonna live to like 300 i mean there's some guys who just i personally don't want to stay any the day i can't like i told myself the day that i can't do the things that i've always been able to do that it'd be a wrap for me you know, and I've had some time off uh, with the pandemic and everything. I just wasn't willing to travel to wrestle. So I had halted uh, a return, but um, now that things are opening up again, uh, I have a return coming soon, but uh, I've kind of waited up. But there's some guys that just, that's all they know. And that's they're usually from a different generation. Guys now and in, in my generation, wrestling opens so many doors to so many different things that guys you know they they do their time and then they move on to other things you know well, they they use it to that. launch their careers mm-hmm. I mean, not that wrestling career is a phenomenal career some guys stay and some think, you know sometimes the writers and whatever things don't work out for you but the lessons that you're learning in, in wrestling in terms of being in front of that camera and the promos, which is talking and characters, which is acting is, is so valuable if you try to transition. And well, now it's a, about you're that, more respected now because of that. With
10: yeah. you being a wrestler and you also have your hand in being an actor and have a new film out called Stand On It. And it came out in 2020. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
4: OK, so uh, have you guys ever seen Smokey and the Bandit? yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, one one yes and one smile.
9: One a
4: no, one a yes. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Anyways, the greatest movie of all time, Smokey and the Bandit, um, was this classic with Burt Reynolds and the, well, they're both late and great, but Jackie Gleason. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is a phenomenal movie. You don't have to think. It's hilarious. And basically, Jackie Gleason um is a sh- sheriff from Texas
0: That's chumbacasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. VGW report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, he's a New Yorker, and as a New York, I mean, he's as New York as he gets. But he plays this Texas from sheriff, who's uh, a racist, and he's basically trying to force this Sally Fields to marry his son, but she ran away, ends up in a car with Burt Reynolds, and they're bootleggers, and they're chasing them. Just it, the whole movie is basically a high speed pursuit, and with um, some of the funniest lines you've ever heard in film. Well, one of the extras in that movie was a young actor, singer named John Snyder, who ended up being um, in the Dukes of Hazard, and he's in uh, Smallville, and he's a he's won, uh, I think a couple of grand, he had the number one country album in America, and, and John Snyder is basically an institution. He always was grateful for his first start, which was in that, so he wanted to make a tribute movie, which was Stand On It. And I had interviewed him for my show, uh, Nuff Said, on uh, Fox Nation. And we were talking, and he just happened to bring up Smokey the Bandit. And I had been watching that my entire... I think Jackie Gleason, I was obsessed with Jackie Gleason. I think he's one of the greatest... As a comedian, when I think about his timing and his improv, I'm an improv guy. He would just do things, and you would have to figure it out around... He would just go off somewhere, and you'd have to go with him, or or he'd eat you up and uh and he's hilarious so uh and his sarcasm is phenomenal so i was talking to him about it and he's like yeah i'm doing a tribute movie to that and he goes hey you know what uh would you like to be make a guest appearance and i was like well, what role and he's like um you oh i know you could be the one you know, to piss me off real quick is asking to play a big guy in a movie i hate it because it's what you do. And we always get beat up by little guys. Like you've never seen a movie where a little guy and a big guy get in a fight and the big guy wins ever. And if he does, it's a quick rematch and he's smoked. But so I was immediately like, mm. And then, um, I was like, who's playing the sheriff? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, can I, can I, I would like to audition for the sheriff. And he's like, um, Well, the sheriff is, um, I said, I know he's not black, but just hear me (laughs) out, hear me out, hear me out, bro. You can't, in this day and age, you can't be Buford T justice anymore. They're not going to laugh at an old racist white guy on a a road anymore. They're going to be like, this is a horror movie. Like, this is (laughs) terrible. Like, oh my, somebody take his badge. I said, but if he's a brother talking the same exact way, people will laugh. And he was like, you know what? Let's try it. Why not? Let's do it. Let's see what happens. And, uh, it ended up working out pretty damn good. We have a sequel. Now we're shooting, um, uh, which is, uh, I think it's called poker run which is basically the, the continued chase. But I had a lot of fun playing that character.
9: Commentator still, mm-hmm. uh, being on the other show you were on, now you're on the Greg um, Gutfield show. What is that like, especially with all the wild stuff going on today? Right. And you're pretty much funny oh, well, on it. You're pretty like, you're like the, the well, commentator comedian, you know, the commentator yeah. comedian.
4: You have to laugh at the ridiculousness that is politics. It is wrestling. There is no difference. Somebody cuts out cuts a promo on the other side and they hate them no matter what. Like if you're a Democrat, you can't like a Republican. It's ridiculous to me. People pick a side like it's their favorite sports team, but they're making decisions that affects your pocket. So I, I find it hilarious. I guess if i I technically uh, am a Republican because I start out a Democrat, but we all start out as Democrats because we're broke. And then once you get money, you become a Republican because you want to know where your money's going. And now all of a sudden, when you see the taxes come out, it's you know if we had a smaller government, we wouldn't be doing this stuff. And why well, I got to pay for all this stuff? Ain't nobody paid for me. That's a Republican. So not the stereotypes you see on on TV and stuff, where it's always a, a pasty white guy in a suit who's rude to everybody and is yearning for the days of old with the Confederate flag. That's not what it is. That's the horrible stereotype you see. But um, I have to look at that. I think you can have serious moments. I think you can give messages. But I feel like my role is to do what I do with my friends is when we talk about stuff, we make jokes about it. We clown about it. You're putting a funny spin on the politics. So so different at Fox than anybody else because it's about you have to laugh at stuff Laughing and learning is the best way to go. I find that being serious all the time and people have real problems.
10: And it's a good way to... Political
4: arguments Mm -hmm. between senators and your president makes no difference in your real life at all.
10: It's a good way to kind of be neutral, if that makes sense. Middle of the road, common sense.
4: Like, because no, I am not pledging allegiance to any one man. And I don't think anyone should or any one party because literally... Every decision that's made by Republican Party, some will be good for you, some won't. Democrats will have good ideas that are good for you, and some that are not. So, just to be like, no, where to come? Whose idea was it? Democrat? <gasps> Forget it. That's it's a horrible attitude, and you're being ignorant. And we get we we, we got caught up in a lot of tribalism in the last few years. It started when uh, Barack Obama became president, uh, Mitch McConnell had made the decision in his little meeting that they were going to make him a one-term president. So, and that failed miserably. By the way. And um, so then then when the obstruction started. And then when President Trump got in, the Democrats are like, No problem, our turn. You went and didn't support our guy, so we're not gonna support your guy. And then it just kind of blown up to where and the only ones who really get hurt with that type of obstruction is is us, the American people, while the establishment is fighting amongst themselves. They're not losing wages, they got insurance. You know, they have security and they're gambling with our our livelihoods. And I, I find that um, annoying. But for some way, the spin always makes it look like they're the good guys. And it just mm-hmm. it, you have to laugh at it.
9: Yeah. Well, you do a good job in like being funny at it. I mean, like earlier, you're saying how you're you kind of like goof off when you fight. And at the club, when you're goofing off all naturally and breaking up the fight, you caught the attention of these people who actually hired you to become a professional wrestler. So it's good that you have that personality where you just see both sides. You're like, you just, you you have like a, like a likable, what's another word? Like you're naturally funny, charismatic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you know, with, with so much going on in your life and I know that you're a commentator and you might end up wrestling again but if you were to wrestle again who would be like the ultimate person to be in the ring with
4: okay i have on i have a little list of <laughs> of guys i have unfinished business with and um so most of them are dear friends um bobby lashley and i have a rubber match we had a pretty good feud in uh tna we were in tna together impact i think it's called now um Drew McIntyre was another guy who I loved wrestling because <sighs> some guys like it's a term called stiff, and um, that's guys who lay it in. And Drew lays it in, and I like that style. But you have to be able to have someone who's willing to do that dance with you. And Drew is much. You want to you want to go? Let's go. Um, another one would be Damian Sandow, uh, aka I think uh, Aaron. He's in the NWA right now. Um, so there's some guys out there that are, they're on my short list and anytime, uh, Paul Heyman is right on my target because, I, he's been the king of the mic for a long time. And, uh, I mess, we talk a lot, you know, uh, from time to time. And I'm like, one of these days, bro, you're going to get it. Uh, and he's one of the guys, if you can, if you can go one-on-one with Paul Heyman on the microphone, you, you're doing something. So, um, well, the Greg Gutfeld show, which is, uh, My mainstay on Fox News, we have been promoted to primetime, although we were the number one show in cable uh, on Saturday nights uh, for the last three years running. And so we have been rewarded with going primetime, 11 o'clock, Monday through Friday. Uh, So now we will be going, well, not, we'll be going one on one with the Jimmy Kimmels and and the uh, Colbert's and all that good stuff, which we had been, based on our numbers for the one Saturday, we had beat them. But now we got to put our money where our mouth is. And so now it's an amazing challenge to see uh, if we can do it every night. So nice. that's uh, coming soon. I don't have a date on that yet, but in sometime in April. Um, and then uh, I think it was announced today. Maybe a spoiler alert, but uh, I'll be uh, joining NWA uh, wrestling this coming uh, in March. So I'll be returning to the ring um, in March for NWA. So I'm excited about that. So I guess we just... Put that out there but they sent me an email that they had already did a press release so i figured we're cool but if not there you go nice boom um <laughs> so i think that's oh and of course uh my wife's company sensible meals has helped me lose and keep off uh, 125 pounds and if you check her stuff out at ingrid rink on um instagram or sensible meals uh you can see she does she's doing a lot of incredible workouts and stuff i can't do them don't try i tried one time it was embarrassing and i never heard the end of it because it was on film um <laughs> where she's kind of hybrided uh, aerobics lifting with yoga and stretching and a little ballet it's pretty if you haven't seen it check it out and then uh, i'm really excited about uh you guys sending me uh, your CB oil products, because uh, nice. I'm a huge uh, fan of it, and I've been looking for a new source. So this this came right on time for me.
9: Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be sending you uh, the Green Care Solutions products, and also I have some Hemp Avenue products for your wife. I'll be sending you.
4: Now, not I know it. I know you're giving me a gift, and you shouldn't ask for more. <laughs> but the balm rubs. I have really big knees and elbows, and I can go through one of those little <laughs> containers like that. Oh. <laughs> like. That. See that? <laughs> so just, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, so if there's like if there's a bigger bomb or a couple extra ones, that would be phenomenal. Yes. Like when I rub it rollers. on, when I do an Instagram <laughs> thing, when I rub it on, like it won't take me the whole minute just to do one elbow. So um, I, when I do it, when I put it on the when I put up on social media, whatever, I have to do the uh, the big stories now because that's how long it takes me. to rub that stuff in but it's it's phenomenal and it really makes a huge difference with my lips
9: nice and this one's scented really good too so you're gonna love it all I'm gonna send you all these products but we want to say again thank you so much for being on the show Uh, great conversation that we've had with you Um, my name's Yenice Munoz everyone thank you so much for watching and listening to Green Talk by Green Care Solutions I'm here with my amazing co-host Chantel Jackson and thank you again Tyrus for being on our show when we sing all these goodies and till next time everyone when adiós
11: Where well, there's a will, there's a way, kinda beautiful. And every night has a state so magical. And if there's love in this life, there's no obstacle that can't be defeated. For every tyrant to tear for the vulnerable. In every loss, all the bones of a miracle. For every dreamer, a dream were unstoppable. With something to believe. Waiting for love to come.
12: Tell me what you need, no matter how far, I'll be right beside you If you're looking for love till eternity, I'll be the only one, catch stars for you Let's see how high we go, so baby just take my hand If you're ever scared, I promise we'll eventually land Love can go up and down, but when you're on the us how high we can go we'll eventually land love can't go up and down but when you're around let's see how high we can go overrated, but I think they all got it mixed up, cause I've fallen in love with you for a reason, There's nothing that can separate us, this feeling that's got us lifted and gifted, worries that we once felt before, disappear when I'm with you. Let's see how high we go, so baby just hit my hand If you're ever scared, I promise we'll eventually learn Love can't go up and down But when you're around, let's see how high we can go
7: So
5: C News Radio. I'm Brian Shook. President Biden is very upbeat after the new mask guidance from the CDC was announced, calling it a great day. He thanked those who made this historical logistical achievement possible: the scientists
3: and researchers, the drug companies, the National Guard, the US military, FEMA, doctors, nurses, pharmacists,
5: the CDC says fully vaccinated people no longer need to wear masks or physically distance in most circumstances indoors or outdoors. Speaking in the Rose Garden, Biden credited the nationwide vaccination program. The Pentagon says it moved dozens of military personnel out of Israel amid violence in the region. Defense spokesman John Kirby explained 120 department staffers were taken to Germany earlier Thursday out of an abundance of caution. He noted the Americans were in Israel to plan a military exercise and accelerated their departure by a couple days. Israelis and Palestinians have been trading blows for several days. Bloomberg is reporting Colonial Pipeline quietly paid Russian hackers $5 million. Sarah Bartlett has the story.
2: The fuel company said it had no intention of giving in to extortion. However, the news agency said they paid up within hours of their system being held for ransom using untraceable cryptocurrency. The report says hackers provided Colonial with a decrypting tool to restore its computer network after they made the payment. The FBI has said a group that calls itself DarkSide was behind the hack that shut down the massive East Coast pipeline.
5: The leader of the second biggest teachers union in the U.S. wants all kids back in the classroom this fall. American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weingarten says conditions have changed, adding schools should open fully and safely five days a week. She argued the U.S. won't be fully back until we're fully back in school. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
8: Join us for the Better 80s Music Show on KCAA, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, bringing you 80s music with a twist. You won't hear Michael Jackson, Bon Jovi, or Hall Notes. Oates. The Better 80s Music Show. You'll hear bands like Depeche Mode, The Cure, Echo and the Bunnymen, Oingo Boingo, Psychedelic Furs, Susie and the Banshees. Well, you know, you get the idea. We play the better 80s music. There's no show like it on the radio, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Time on KCAA or listen to it at your convenience at KCAAradio.com. That's KCAAradio.com for the Better 80s
6: Music Show. KCAA. Make a stop at the KC Country Junction. Go to
7: this place they call Country
6: Junction. Country legends, all-time classics, and recent favorites all meet at kccountryjunction.com. Make your day a little bit country at kccountryjunction.com and overnight starting at 1 a.m. on KCAA 1023 FM, 1065 FM, and 1050 AM. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and kccountryjunction.com. KCAA Loma
5: Linda, 1050 a.m., 106.5 f.m., and now 102.3 f.m. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. President Biden is very upbeat after the new mask guidance from the CDC was announced, calling it a great day. He thanked those who made this historical logistical achievement possible.
3: The scientists and researchers... The drug companies, the National Guard, the U.S. military, FEMA, doctors, nurses, pharmacists.
5: The CDC says fully vaccinated people no longer need to wear masks or physically distance in most circumstances indoors.